Rudy Gay is going to pop on the headset and join us here in a second. Rudy, do you hear me? I hear you. Thanks. Thanks very much for taking the time. How are you liking playing on this club so far? <laughs> I love it so far. I mean, um, you know, we just we, we have a plan, man. We're trying to stick to our plan, try to try to do as much as we can before the playoffs and, you know, try to make a, make a run. You and, got, uh, it's a good feeling. You guys had eight players in double figures tonight. Have you been on a team that's ever done that before? No, no, no. I mean, this is, you know, Coach Quinn really, 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 really puts an emphasis on moving the ball. Um, you know, and we have unselfish players on top of that. So, you know, it's, it's fun to play with a team like this. I know you've had this in your repertoire. Trust me, we've watched you for a few years. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting tonight for the first time with the Jazz. We saw you come up that pick and roll at the top, take it all the way to the rack, and then another time you played with the ball in your hand, you rejected the screen and got all the way to the rim. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a whole part of your game that Quinn really hasn't tapped into yet. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't, but, you know, to, to his defense, I'm still trying to work my way into the offense and everything. So, really, we're just trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm not coming in here to do anything more than what coach wants me to. And, you know, eventually, you know how it is. You keep playing and keep doing things, and they'll allow you to do more. It's bull small right there, baby. Let's get you going. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> uh, what did you feel in the last two weeks or so that clicked in for this group? Um, I mean, like I said, we have a good mix of young guys and older guys. I think we all kind of know um, what needs to happen for us to win. Um, that's the thing with Coach Quinn. He holds us accountable, and, and you know, we can go in there together as a team and, and really talk to each other and say what we need to do to win these next games. And we did that, and, and we've been much better. It's fun to watch you keep tapping in. The six rebounds are impressive as well. Thank you very much, Rudy. Thank you. Rudy Gay, one of eight Jazz players in double figures tonight. That is, that is, a, that is an astronaut. You know, that's what this team has to do because there are not enough possessions. We've talked about this a lot. They're so good, there are not enough possessions to go along. Everyone has to accept a lesser role than they want, and that's the way you do it is if it's shared across the whole table. And, and accept the fact that, okay, someone else is having a very good night tonight, and, and uh, I don't need the number of shots that you just mentioned, that kind of thing. You know, so let everyone, for the most part, do their thing without, you know, worrying about how many shots you're going to get. You just mentioned signature win. Um, I, I think the way the Jazz are playing right now, that anything that 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 comes their way as far as wins and losses, that they're going to attribute that to the growth of this basketball team. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I was. That's all right. I mean, Quinn really has been yeah. very persistent on this idea that we're just trying to get better every day and. You know, he has really got them in the mindset of we're working toward game 70, 75, and 80. And that's been the whole mantra. And game 75 and 80, they're, they're better right now than they were two weeks ago. Okay, I'm sorry. I was trying to tell this guy to give me, give me that stat. But I'm, I'm sure you might know this. You might want to check into this. What have we been doing here in the last four wins? We got four, four five, five wins in a row in that second half. After adjustments are made there in the second half. Oh, interesting. That um, when the Jazz come out and well, the last it's few like, nights certainly, right? Yeah. So the adjustments that they are making, aside from how they approach the basketball game, it, it I think it's been remarkable. And that was a signature last year. They were far and away the best third quarter team in the league. This year they are the third best third quarter team in the league. Golden State's doing crazy things in the third quarter, but the Jazz are now matching a lot of that. All right, impressive. Jake Scott and Tim Lacombe join us now, guys. 
uh, yeah, that was, remember, off a of back-to-back, too. Right. I mean, it, it kind of started, there were, there were I, I kind of wonder if they were tired early and there were some missed, you know, in the, in the first subs, there were some missed uh, rotations at the basket, both in transition and half-court. But like they, this team has, they worked through them, they communicated through them, and, and everybody kind of got to the level. And the rest of the thing, man, they just, it, it, was, a, it was domination in a lot of different ways. Um, the Jazz offensive rating tonight, Tim, is a 125. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> I mean, you and I talk this language. I'm trying to let people understand it for those who don't understand. But, I mean, the league average is 109. Like, there's 16 points above league average tonight against a top 10 defense. Like, what? This is the fourth time in a row they've done this. Like, they are, at some point here, the storyline has to become that the Jazz are one of the great offenses of all time, which is a weird concept. Because they don't have they don't have that guy the way people want to have that for that storyline to happen for fans to understand it, they they need Steph Curry they need LeBron James they need Michael Jordan to believe it's one of the greatest offenses of all time what what they what they're gonna have to understand is that it's it's eight guys in double figures and half your shots as threes yeah that's the the thing that I've we've talked about a lot and and David uh, you and I talks you know from time to time. Because Ron won't off the air, you know he's he's got standards. <laughs> but uh, you and I were talking, you know, kind of on the downswing, and we were talking through why, and um, you know, you, you made the observation there that they're this team is used to, these guys are used to possessions, and there's not a ton of possessions, and they were trying to play faster, but that kind of resorted to tough shot selection, and it just they worked through it, and. I think what you see right now is a result of, of, of everybody kind of giving in a little bit, not giving in, but giving uh, to, to each other. And, you know, uh, you're seeing a, a, a better effort on the glass. You're seeing a better effort running the floor. You're seeing a better effort in communication defensively. And I think it's all just kind of clicked. May, may I have one more comment? Jazz offensive ratings for the last six games. Uh, what do we have tonight, at, Tim? 125. 125? Yeah. Um, 131 last night. 116 last night before that. 138 against Boston. 139 against Portland. 128 against New Orleans. <laughs> Good night now. I mean, seriously. Well, that's hey, pretty good. I, that, that, that says it all right there, Dave. You, it's... it's a part of what's been building here for the first um, 26 games of the year. I mean, this is not, it just didn't happen. This has been building. He has a, put together a pretty good product. Uh, Rudy Gay getting healthy really helps. And Yeah, right. By that, the way, yeah. by the way, that last piece of that puzzle, mm-hmm. probably we should be talking about that a little bit more. Yeah. A lot of those struggles might have been related to we are missing that piece. Yeah, that's missing right. That piece, yep. You know, like and everybody Eric, else was trying, but Eric Pascal is not the that best piece. He could, but right. Yeah, he's not a natural shooter. No. Like, wow. All right. All right, guys. Have fun, guys. Another fun one to talk about. Yeah, we right. Extended show because it's only seven thirty at night. Right. We'll we'll get loose on it. I'll you get know, I'll get not? by I'll get by and uh, shovel your your walks, Booner. Oh, is it? How how is it? It's, oh, it's not too much, bad. It's not how much a snow. Bit. No, I want to know it's really bad. What are you talking about? Oh, it's oh, awful no, it's, in Park City. It's not too bad. I'm I want to know there's lots and lots of snow. Don't tell me it's not that bad. I'm dreaming you're going to tell me that it's like dumping. It's crazy. It's insane. There's three feet in the cottonwoods. 
I'll just put it this way. It's probably it's probably nothing the old heated driveway can't handle, David. Don't worry. <laughs> That's too bad. Too. Ooh. <laughs> no, we, we, do, we, do, we do like we do like it. If, no, no. No, we do. We like we want to we hey, want to see I, some I, snow. I, I've been very honest about this. The heated driveway is the easiest investment I ever made in my whole life. Yep, I remember yeah, that anecdote. Yeah, yeah, That's why I bring yeah. it up. The other choice was 50%. Yeah, Lazy. right, exactly. <laughs> Best investment you ever made. Lazy. Oh, man. No, no, no. It's yeah. not about Get me. Get out and shovel that Where snow, Where are we right man. now? Think about uh, how many swings right that now? put on your golf life. Where are we right now? Kimmy knows how to use a shovel. Yeah, you gotta, she knows how to get a snow blower and blow the stuff in right, the street. But we, may, we might be laughing everybody a lot happier if she doesn't have to do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yeah. My, wife, my wife is how tall? A little bit under the average height. <laughs> of five feet? <laughs> yeah. A little bit under five feet? I didn't start that, Kimmy. Don't help me. Well, that snowblower's <laughs> bigger than she is. We don't need her to be using that. Okay. All right, guys. Be well. Yeah, yeah. 118 to 96 is your final. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. 118 to 96 is your final. The Jazz beat up on the Philadelphia 76ers as the Jazz continue to be red hot. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you and Coach Eight. Jazz players figured it, uh, finished in double figures tonight. Eight. I don't know how many times, if ever, I've seen that in my career covering this sport. That is re- it is remarkable. I mean, you figure the, the the how many times the ball has to move, how much trust there has to be, and um, really the growth over this team in the last couple of weeks has really lent itself to that. But just a, a dominant effort. Um, but man, you love to see when this team's hitting on all cylinders um, and. and this makes, you know, just makes a statement that you can't key on a, in on one person. I mean, Donovan had a nice night, but uh, there's a lot of weaponry uh, on this Jazz team, and Quinn Snyder's doing a great job of using it. Donovan had 22 and 6, 22 points and 6 assists. He also had a couple of steals as Donovan once again uh, played, played very well, but got a, a ton of help tonight. Rudy Gobert, 17 points, coach. 21 rebounds, including six offensive rebounds. He also had an assist and two block shots for his trouble. But get this. Here's the rest. Bogdanovich with 14. Conley with 10. Rudy Gay with 10. Whiteside with 14. Clarkson with 11. Ingles with 11 to go along with seven assists. And Royce O'Neal played well tonight and only had seven. Yeah. It's it's crazy when you start thinking about the potential. Um, and, And you speak of Rudy... You know, it's crazy is 17 points and 21 rebounds is almost like, yeah, I've seen it often with this guy. It's just amazing how easy he looks. He makes that look because it's not easy whatsoever. Um, Getting an NBA rebound, carving out space, um, and just his impact on the game. But I I really thought there was a nice chemistry amongst the guys tonight. You know, they were trying to find Rudy many different times, either found him or Donovan found him early for a great lob, and I love them getting involved early, but – just a, a nice connection, and and like I said, the ball moved freely, and when the ball moves freely with this team and the way they shoot it, uh, that means really good things. For the Sixers, uh, Joel Embiid led the way with 19 points, but uh, it took him 18 shots to get there, 8 of 18. He also had 9 rebounds, a couple of assists, 3 steals, although it does appear that he's still trying to get kind of his wind about, about him, uh, returning from uh, um, health and safety protocols with COVID-19. Uh, Seth Curry had 18, 
uh, tonight. Tobias Harris with uh, with 17. Maxi had 11. Uh, and uh, and by the way, uh, glad to see Tyrese Maxi come back into the game there in the first half. Fell and hit his head. It looked like he hit his head hard. I was I was actually really surprised uh, when he came back. But that's uh, that's good to see. He's a good player. He he plays really hard. Plays both sides of the ball. I uh, I like his game. Yeah, he's active. He fits their their system really well. And um, yeah, he hit his head. That's as hard as I've seen anybody hit their head. Yeah. That so was I was I'm grateful that he came back. I, I was surprised too. And then George Niang had nine, the former Jazz man, four of seven shooting, three rebounds, and uh, he had a hard foul on Rudy Gobert. And I I don't know, he got a flagrant one for it, and he did go high on Rudy, but he got his finger hung up on the net. I don't know, I don't know. Rudy was obviously perturbed, but I don't I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, I did when I first the first time I saw it, I thought, wow, did he pull him? But then. Yeah, it looked like he got his hand caught in the net, which, you know, that's a weird feeling in and of itself. And and then he kind of reached back, but at the same time grabbed on and grabbed Rudy by the neck and pulled him down. Yeah. But I would imagine everything's okay. I didn't pay attention to the handshakes after, but they'll get through that. George, I mean, they've had so many years together. George and Rudy kind of talked about it for a while afterwards from across the court. I'm sure George was like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> but... Hey, if I'm Rudy and and somebody you know takes me down from up high, you know I'm probably oh, a little annoyed with that too. Yeah, that's scary stuff. Um, yep. Numbers wise, Jake, the the key the keys we talked about the Jazz eighteen or excuse me sixteen offensive rebounds only turned the ball over eleven times, and Embiid goes to the line twice. Yeah, he's averaging ten a game. He goes wow. to the line twice. Wow, so how about that? Bang, bang, bang. The Jazz check off all those keys. All right, with that, uh, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way on Saturday night. The Jazz will be in our nation's capital to take on the Wizards. That game will tip off at 5 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you. We'll continue to break this one down as well. It's your Jazz Game Night post-game show. Jazz win tonight over the Sixers, 118-96, to right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win tonight, 118 to 96 over the Philadelphia 76ers. And another game, coach, we thought uh, might be close that turned into a blowout after the Jazz come out and play a great se- second half of basketball. That's where you can kind of see the the growth in the team, uh, their resolve, you know, the game wasn't going perfect and definitely started tough and um, they just hung in there. And, uh, you know, that's the sign of a great team is they, they get better as the game goes on. They kind of learn how they're being played. They really did take advantage of a lot of things Philly did defensively that a lot of walk in two threes um, above the break and uh, guys got good looks and felt confident making taking them and, and knocked them down. So, um, that, that's a great sign, sign of a really good team. Jazz 15 of 40 tonight from three, 37.5%. They shot 47% total from the field. 
Uh, let's see, uh, from three tonight, Donovan, five of ten, certainly a great night for him. Conley, two for four. Uh, Bogdanovich struggled 0 for 4, even though he had 14 points on the night. He got more of his stuff going to the rim. Um, uh, Clarkson, 3 of 10. Joe Ingles, 3 of 7. So, you know, the you like the attempt number there, 40, even higher maybe, but uh, you, you'll take that percentage as well. Yeah, the the that this team can really shoot the ball, man. And the other numbers that I look at, you know, several guys with multiple assists. Uh, Donovan, another nice assist night with six. And Joe Ingles, in his 24 minutes, assisted seven times. Joe was really, really good playing with his eyes out. Um, and then Mike Conley had four. So, again, the Jazz handled, you know, any kind of pressure, only turned the ball over 11 times, so that's manageable. And uh, to have 22 assists on 43 field goals. Uh, real quick, we talked about Rudy a lot. Uh, we, he was the hot topic today, what uh, what uh, Anthony Edwards and Patrick Beverly said about him in the post game. We talked a lot about it, and Rudy was great tonight, 17 points and 21 rebounds, two block shots as well. But I wanted to read this quote that he gave to uh, Holly Rowe in his walk-off interview for the TV broadcast. He said, quote, I'm motivated every night. People like to take shots at me for no reason. It's funny because I never take shots at anyone. When you're the best in the world at something, people become insecure, unquote. How could, how could you say it any better? What a quote. I mean, that's literary stuff right there. And, and what, what's great about it, the, most, the greatest thing about it is some people would say something like that and have it all cooked up. You know, like uh, when George went back to the boardroom in, in Seinfeld episode and he had this insult that he'd been cooking up for months right. to use on guys, right? Uh, and Rudy could have done that, but this was not contrived. So he just kind of came out with it. But the best part about it is he believes it. Yeah. Like he's totally 100% comfortable in his own skin. There is zero doubt about it. And, and sometimes I felt like he maybe was a little distracted to start the game because of it. Yeah. And he kind of had to play his way into it. And Embiid kind of had his way with him a few times early. But the growth in Rudy is he didn't let that, he didn't shrink from that. He actually got better as the game went on. I love that. And and by the way, you and I sit here and listen to every single one of Rudy's post-game comments and, uh, you know, all the practice and stuff. He never takes shots at anybody, and people take shots at him all the time. Quite to the contrary. He actually, he actually, he and Donovan both really kind of, uh, they hype guys up more than they tear them down, you know, opponents. They talk about how good young players are, or, you know, vets. So uh, that's just another really good quality of a secure person. Yeah. Well, I, I've got to imagine Rudy's sitting there reading though or listening to those comments in the post game and thinking like, my team just won by 30, 30, and I'm getting dragged in a post game by the opponent somehow. 30. And it's instant too. Yeah. Like that thing hit, like, you know, you, you walk off, you have a great game, you feel really good, and then you got to deal with the next thing that's been thrown out there that's already a thing. It's got to be, what are, the, what it's are these be people exhausting. talking about? Yeah, it, it does. And, and he listens to it and he uses it as motivation. He's always done that throughout his entire career. But I love that quote. He says, hey, confident I'm the best in the world at something. It, so That's what's crazy me. about it, Jake, is, I mean, there's some people that would just totally shrink and they would actually, it would actually affect them negatively. And in Rudy's case, it's such yeah. positive motivation. It is. So there you go. That's a, that's a pretty good, a great quote from Rudy. And we'll see if we hear from Rudy here. Uh, in the post game, but right now let's go back out to Philly and let's hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Also, Rudy and Son had great nights, especially on the boards. What were they doing that made them so effective? Well, I think a big part of the game for us was 
you know, not fouling and just trusting each other. And, you know, they, they did an excellent job, you know, staying between Joel and the basket. And, you know, he was, you know, he made some shots the first quarter that you're just not going to be able to defend against. Um, but I thought, to be honest with you, I know, you know, those two guys, you know, we can point at and, and talk about, but I, I felt like it was the rest of our group defensively that really um, I was impressed with just the communication, you know, guys digging in, making plays, having pride. And this game is kind of in, inverted from um, some of the games we've, uh, we've had before where, you know, our bigs are really protecting the room in, in this game. You know, Mike and Don and Royce and Boyan, Joe, Jordan, Rudy Gay, you know, all those guys did their job and they protected our bigs. I think, you know, I think they, you know, you go through, you know, the, the ebb and flow of the season and um, sometimes you just, you decide not to be tired. And I think when you're playing the right way, that, that makes it easier, you know, to have, I don't know, we had eight guys in double figures. Um, you know, everybody's involved, the ball's moving. Certain guys obviously are, you know, are playmakers. You see that, but, you know, that again, you point to the defense as something, if we can defend, you know, that, that makes us, you know, a much better team in transition because we can get out and take advantage of some of the skill that we have. Defense play, defense play, especially four players in the middle defense as well offensively. And the fact that that helps is there for this team. It's important, especially, you know, Hassan, when Rudy got in foul trouble early, I thought, you know, when he came in, really stabilized, um, you know, and uh, Rudy Gay, also I thought on the defensive end, just his size on the glass. Um, and then, you know, Joe and JC always play well off each other. Um, so I, I think guys are patient um, and, you know, very focused on making the right play. And that bench group, when they do that, you know, there's a lot of guys that are capable of, of making plays. So the fact that we're sharing the ball like that is really good. And I thought, you know, early on the game, Donovan was, you know, they're back in pick and roll and Rudy's getting hits. And, you know, he's taking those threes off the dribble. Mike's doing the same thing. And you know, that's what we need to do. And then, you know, be patient that you know, teams have to, you know, at times adjust to that. And then it opens it up for other people. But sometimes that patience is, is hard to have. And, um, you know, we were patient and we defended at the same time. So um, I thought that was true of the bench when they came in, they played the same way. First time I've seen this team, but in terms of, they're not especially like this. Is it one thing, several things right now with this team? With our team? Yes. You know, I, I, I think the there's a kind of a preconception that when, you know, Rudy Gay being the, the one guy that, you know, in our rotation right now that wasn't with us last year. I shouldn't say that. Hassan as well. Um, and there's this idea that you bring everybody back and you're the same team and that you have continuity. And it's not necessarily the case. Um, it, it takes time to develop that. You know, you go through a summer and everybody has whatever experiences they have and you come back. And I think that was different last year because the bubble kind of carried over. It was like one long season. And in this case, 
um, whatever kind of pre-existing expectations there are internally. Um, it takes time for guys to kind of get to know each other again and, and uh, you know, play together again. So I think that's what's happening with this group. Uh, you know, there's been some games that, you know, we didn't play well. And, you know, those are things we've looked at and, you know, tried to figure out you know, what we can do different, what we can do better. And um, it's a long season. You know, I, I think our goal is as much as anything is to continue to improve. So, you know, we played well tonight. We're not a finished product. You know, don't want to get too high or too low. Um, we just want to keep getting better. We talked a lot before the season about Donovan picking up things on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. We talked more about it since the season started. Mm -hmm. But it looks like we have. What does that look like to you? Like, what is it that you see from him on the you know, there's a couple things tonight that maybe illustrated where um, one, he has to take a matchup when Mike goes out of the game. Um, the way that he guarded, you know, a couple you know, plays that they're very, very good at executing, you know, two man game with Curry and a beat and pick and roll um, and Donovan just being focused on that end as much as anything. And either taking someone out of a play or you know, just executing defensively. And maybe the, the thing that I see the most is when it doesn't happen and he does have a breakdown, he's like the first one to acknowledge that, hey, I got to do better. And that, that shows you, you know, his mentality. And you know, that, that, that manifests itself a lot of ways. Just a little off topic, but the um, you're one of the few one of the teams that haven't. Are you guys doing anything? Um, are you guys doing anything to kind of avoid that, or is that just? Well, you know, I I think we're doing what the league is asking everyone to do, and you know, as we all know, you you can be vaccinated, you can be boosted. Um, there's breakthrough situations. Um, you know, hopefully we don't have one. Hopefully when it does happen that, you know, the players, the staff, everybody, you know, that the symptoms, you know, aren't severe. Um, it's, it's, it's something, you know, we, all of us need to continue to be aware of, whether it's the Delta variant or the Omicron. Or, I mean, it's just, it's a, there's nothing, it's fluid, the whole situation. So I don't know there there's anything that we can do about it except try to, know abide by the things that that we know can can help and and as you said if you know if we happen to be one of the unlucky ones you know you deal with that when it comes but you know as far as anything we you know we were on the front line when it first broke out and uh you know i think our guys do have an awareness of everything but we're just you know, to a certain degree there's only so much you can control and you know the, our focus has to be on the game and then Put your mask on, you know, do what you need to do, and um, try to do the best job you can and hope that, you know, the whole league, you know, benefits from that and is safe, but also understanding that, you know, it can happen. You know, what we do internally with the virus and, and our protocols and stuff is, is really, to me, um, private might not be the right word, but, you know, I think everybody, you know, is doing the things that they can do.
There you go, Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. And uh, unfortunately, a reminder, we're still operating in a wild world of a pandemic, and it's still very much uh, affecting the NBA, and I'm sure the day-to-day lives of these players and coaches. However, can't be nearly as stringent as it was last year, so I'm I'm sure there's still a little bit of that. Yeah, probably just like Quinn said there, you know, you can do everything you – you can do all the the stuff required and stuff still breaks through. So just got to have – be as smart as possible, you know, in situations and then pray for a little bit of luck. That really is kind of what it is. Uh, other stuff Coach Snyder got into, certainly his son, Whiteside, and Rudy Gobert talked about them. Both had monster nights. Uh, Rudy, of course, we've talked about him, 17 points and 21 rebounds. But how about Hassan Whiteside, a season-high 14 points, 10 boards? He had two block shots. So between the two of them, Rudy and Hassan going up against uh, Embiid and Drummond, uh, it was a fairly one-sided affair tonight. Yeah, it's it, I guess Thurl made mention on the broadcast of the – the, the second coming of the Wasatch Front. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but because I don't think they're going to play out there together. But I really like them in tandem. And, and tonight, something interesting happened in that first quarter. Uh, Embiid, I think he came out with the narrative that I'm going to show Gobert he can't guard me. And as Quinn alluded to, he made a couple of really tough mid-range pull-up shots right in Rudy's face. Um, you know, kind of made a couple of buckets in a row. And when Rudy subbed, Hassan came in, and the very first time he squared up uh, Hassan and tried to shoot it over him, he blocked his shot. Um, I, I, I bet that's refreshing for Rudy because, you know, it's usually Rudy's the one out there trying to yeah. soften the guy, and then he gets all his confidence while he's on the bench. And in this case, he's got to be nice having Hassan kind of out there behind him, and it's really proving well for the Jazz. It's nice to see Hassan back out on the floor. And uh, I thought he was a really positive influence out there tonight. Man, you're totally right. Previous versions of the Jazz, this game would have spun out of control with Rudy going out. And, you know, we always pick on Tony Bradley. Apologies to Tony. But, you know, uh, Joel Embiid would have feasted on Tony. You know, you get Hassan Whiteside coming in, and a guy like Joel Embiid, you don't get a break. You got another guy who's going to contest those shots and play physically just like Rudy. And it wasn't Tony Bradley's fault. It's like the old story I told. It wasn't. I was at a clinic one time, and Mark Turgeon was telling a story. And he said he came out of a game at Kansas, and Larry Brown had him sit down next to him, and Turgeon just turned the ball over. And Larry Brown grabbed him, and he said, hey, it's not your fault. And he kind of thought inside, like, oh, thank you. And he's like, it's my fault. You're a bad player, and I put you in the game. (laughs) So Larry Brown uh, used a a little (laughs) mental warfare on Turgeon there. It's not Tony's fault. Oh, man. But, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, there's only one Rudy Gobert. But Hassan Whiteside's really good and yeah. and has a lot of has a very similar skill set, and you just don't get a whole lot of break when he goes in there. And the best part, and we talked about this from the beginning of the season, um, you can play the same scheme with those guys out there. They're used to doing those things. They're used to, um, you know, being influential in ball screen. Uh, they're used to dropping and, and protecting things at the rim. So, when Rudy comes out and Hassan goes in, you can continue to play as a guard aggressively and force everything. You don't have to think, I guess is what I'm saying. The instinct is is, is out there with both those guys, which is great. All right, uh, post game is brought to you by friends at Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, and the My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com, your final. Jazz beat the Sixers tonight, 118 to 96. Get your sound for the players coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network.
Jazz game night post game show 118 to 96 is your final Jazz win. Let's go back to Philly and hear from Rudy Gobert. Win, I took the best Rudy I can be. And uh, you know, I never take shots at anyone. <laughs> I receive a lot of shots. I don't take shots at anyone. I just focus on myself. And uh, I think it's just, you know, when you when you're the best in the world or something, like people become insecure and they try to um, discredit what you do some kind of ways. Uh, you know, but it, it's gonna happen. It's not the it's not the first time, it's not the last time. And uh, you know, I just you know, keep being rooted, keep being myself and uh, keep getting better every single night. That said, is it weird when you hear about something like that happening just because I mean it's it, you guys win a game by 32, and then it seems to like come out of nowhere. I mean, it's more funny than anything, you know. Uh, I mean, it is just funny, uh, you know. But it's part of it, you know. It's once again like it's, you know, we're gonna try to discredit what I do, what we do as a team. Uh, it's been the same my whole career, you know. Uh, it's gonna keep winning more the trophies, and then. You know, hopefully get my help my team win uh, something beyond that and they're still gonna have something to say. So, you know, it's it's part of it. It's part of the game and uh you know uh, uh stay in my lane. You know, I don't take shots at anyone and I'm gonna keep doing that, you know, and uh just keep keep having fun, keep helping my team win basketball. Would you like to shoot a shot at Quinn or have you jarred the wrong person? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 if you want, you let loose right now. No, I told Queen, I mean, I, I'm, I'm cool regarding anyone. I, I trust the game plan. And um, when you win by 30 points, the game plan is pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, some nights, you know, every, every night is different. You know, and uh, um, what people need to understand too is that it's uh it's not a we're not playing in the in the pickup game in the park like it's not a one on one game right you know when I'm when I'm out there like I'm, I'm not guarding one guy I'm guarding the whole team so it's uh, uh it's hard to understand for some guys you know that they they used to just be able to impact like one guy at a time but uh, I'm trying to impact the whole team and, and teams are trying to prepare for that every night so we prepare for that as a team and uh, you know I trust the coaching staff uh, you know and uh, and that's fun. Hassan, why do you, just as someone who's played against Rudy a lot for the over years, why do you think so many players, I guess, have this negative connotation towards them and just take these shots? Um, I think just because he's not really outspoken like that, you know, um, he just kind of, you know, he's not really saying anything back, you know. Um, he took the high road a lot of times, you know, even, um, even now, you know, he's a little different than me. You know, I would have said something back for sure. <laughs> but, but um, he's just taking a high road, and um, that's what that's what I think it is. You know, it's it's like the quiet guy in the classroom. You're gonna keep talking, trying to talk to and talk to. You know. Yeah, yeah. He scored twelve points by yourself in the third quarter tonight. What was obviously when you go on over to get foul trouble? What was working for you so well during that stretch? Um, you know, uh, Joe, it was guys, Joe, Don, Mike, you know, them guys getting in the paint, you know, uh, they were responding me. And, you know, the, the, the shots I was missing early on, you know, they started going in a little more. You know, once I got kind of more used to the game speed and um, I was able to get a couple of offensive rebounds and um, get, a get a couple of extra possessions for us. Is it 
Here's how I call the time about being physical about not having to be about getting hit by guys. Do you feel like, and I always have an example of that, just how dominant you can be around the world? I think teams are, teams are really to be physical with us. So, you know, it's, it's really important that we, we try to set the tone every night. Uh, well, I try, we try to remind the guys to go out and like everyone, you know, to, again, to, to raise up physicality because, you know, we see that that foul, you know, they're, they're fouling us really hard. You know, when we raise up physicality, we, the team takes the next step. It's the mindset that we have you know, every night, especially when they, when they play off at home, like, I think I think it's also a benefit that we have, you know, um, not too many teams got, got two guys that led the league in rebounds, you know, um, and, and, and that was and I was up there top five in rebounds multiple years, you know, and um, I think that's a that's a benefit towards our team and and uh, it really complements our depth. We talked before about um, a few a few weeks ago, maybe you guys were number one in the league in offensive rating, but several guys still said it doesn't feel quite like that. Like going involved in the camp. Are you showing like things are going a lot better now? Because sixteen weeks for you guys making twenty three every game without where do you feel like you're at? Uh, I think you know the, 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 like being uh, it's great being the, the number one offense, but I think we, we don't want to really compare ourselves. Throughout the teams, we want to be the best Utah Jazz team we can be, and, and I think the way we play, uh, the way we move the ball is is unique, and the, the number of weapons that we have on, on our team is unique. You know, you don't see it our teams that have uh, so many guys that can get twenty on a, on a given night, and uh, night we got eight guys that score more than ten points. You know, you, you don't see that every night. So it's for us, it's just uh, you know, keep keep getting better. Uh, Move the ball, and when we do that, we know that uh, we're way harder to game plan against, way harder to guard, and, and also we better defensively because we see it's a hold on the game. And for the playoffs, we want to be we want to be that team. All right, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that was Rudy Gobert and Hassan Whiteside. It's your Jazz Game Night post game show brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories for real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. If you're just joining us, Jazz win tonight over Philly 118 to 96. Your thoughts on what the two bigs had to say right there, Coach? Uh, you know, I think those guys should be proud of where they are. I think they are. I think there's a ton of confidence amongst them that uh, they've got each other's backs. I think they showed that today. Um, kind of an interesting situation where they came out together um, and, and probably for speed and ease, but we haven't seen much of that. So, um, you know, that's interesting in and of itself. But uh, I feel like the uh, the biggest thing with Rudy, um, you know, he just – he, he understands how this team needs to play, and he's going to hold them to that standard. He made that comment at the end, and they're playing right right now, and he likes that. Good news, everyone. The Jazz scored 118 points tonight, which is more than 111, and Coach Lacombe was right for the second game in a row, and everybody's getting Arby's. It's uh, the this season when the Utah Jazz score 111 points or more in a game. Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, 
and visit utahjazz.com slash score big to learn more. You get your Arby's roast beef. It's a good way to spend a Friday with an Arby's roast beef sandwich. I have a question. All right. Jeff, is there any way we could put some, uh, you know, sound effects around a winner? Like a bell that rings or something when Jake reads that and said, yes, they did hit the 111. And I can feel, I can feel good about what I did that day. Well, that sounded like the three-point bell. The 30-point thir- bell. Or th- yeah, that's right. The, the thirty. The <laughs> Imagine 30 if they rang bell. that for every jazz. For three. every three, oh, we'd, we'd still be, be ringing it be right now. Clagging that. Maybe since it's Arby's, maybe we should get that guy saying we got the meats or something like mm, that. Yeah, that would be maybe good. maybe that's it. Okay, maybe we can. I like it. We could pull that out and. Uh, well, and for use tonight, it. the bell worked. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, let's get your points in the paint. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call one eight hundred go Serta or visit SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters proven and trusted experts uh, in painting. Uh, tonight, let's see here. Coach, points in the paint. Jazz outscored uh, Philadelphia 50-46. to 46. I mean, they, they dominated this game in every facet. Um, you know, the, the, the ball movement, the execution, did a great job of just – they didn't just win the boards. They just crushed uh, this Philly team on the boards. And just, in, in my mind, this was – Probably, maybe not the best best performance, but maybe the most complete across the board. Fifty-two to thirty-four. I was the rebounding tonight. It's insane. Fifty-two to thirty-four. Absolutely creamed them on the boards. Not to mention sixteen offensive rebounds for the Jazz tonight. Get this: in the last two weeks, the Jazz are at a one twenty-five offensive rating, and they are a <laughs> They're ninth in defense. I mean, I really like where they are. I think they're, I think they're good defensively, and they're elite offensively, and that's a fun team to watch. Well, they were certainly good defensively tonight for sure. And two nights, I mean, held that team to a one-on-one on their home floor, uh, coming off a one-zero-four uh, last night. And the fact they played a back-to-back that was with yeah. zero rest and great job executing by the the coaches and everybody. That was. That was a great game. Yeah, not not the easiest of circumstances, that's for sure. 118 to 96 is your final. Post game is brought to you by friends of Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. My Subaru is.com. More player sound coming up next. Stay tuned. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Your final Jazz win 118 to 96 over the Philadelphia 76ers. Eight Jazz players. In double figures tonight, what an offensive performance. What a performance on the glass as well. In fact, let's get to your master of the glass tonight. Brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert. They're here for another great year of basketball and proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team 
rebound leader and uh, still undefeated as your master of the glass this year. One Rudy Gobert with 21 rebounds tonight. Six of those 21 coming on the offensive side. That goes along with 17 points and two block shots for Rudy, who was magnificent once again. So the bench out-rebounded Rudy if you combine them all. Ha! 24-21. And that's with 10 from Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. So... Just I, this is this is all I'm going to say about Rudy. We start we talked about this in the hot topic, um, but I, I thought this was a classic Rudy Gobert moment because um, you know there's a bunch of criticism, and how does Rudy handle that criticism? He goes out on the floor against arguably one of the better big men in the country in the country in the in the world, and he goes for 17 points and 21 rebounds. And his Tim team walks out with a, a dominating win. And that's it. That's what he does. And he's going to do it again on Saturday. And he's going, you know, as far as he can control, he's going to do that. And that's all you got to say about Rudy Gobert is he's consistently great. And he, he really does use all the best. It's almost like juicing. <laughs> he takes all the negative criticism, throws it in a blender, takes all the stuff you can't use. It's going to tear you down or affect you. And somehow uses all the good stuff. And he, he feeds off of it, and it's, it's great to watch. Well, he's got his eye on the ball, too. He, he is a focused dude. And, yeah. and one thing that stood out, he and Hassan Whiteside did their availability uh, together tonight. And uh, Rudy was kind of, I think Sarah Todd from the Des News asked him kind of a jokey question about why Coach Snyder doesn't match Rudy up with the other team's best player, kind of the criticism from from Patrick Beverly, and it was it was somewhat in jest. But, but Rudy said that he'll do whatever – the coach asks him to do. He'll guard whoever the coach asks him to guard, but then kind of goes onto an aside and says, when you win by 30, I think the game plan worked pretty well, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. And again, it just, it makes you think like, okay, the other team lost by 30. Um, that's the post game that they're going to pick to go at the all NBA, the defensive player of the year. What? It's, what? it's sophomoric. I mean, it really is. It's just, it's really below any, any kind of response. So the way you respond to it is you say, Hey, I'm really secure, and oh, by the way, I'm going to get 17 and 21 against Embiid, and win and win by 20. By 20. On the road. On the road. On, On the a back to back. That's what I'll do. And if you're not about that life, because some people aren't. <laughs> some people. You know, we've had a really good year from a post game sound perspective. We need to keep this rolling. We've had a lot of great moments. It's already. almost like a sitcom. It, it is. has a life tonight. We had two guys come out from the same interview. It's just, it's great. It's, it's varying, but more than anything, you, if you listen, you get really cool details. You get a ton of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. This team is just full of great interviews. It, it really is. And uh, speaking of great interviews, let's go back to Philadelphia and let's hear from Joe Ingles. Uh, so we talked a lot before the season started about uh, the need for Donovan to sort of ramp up his defensive level this year. And since then, we talked a lot with Quinn and other guys and Donovan himself that he has sort of raised his defensive level. For you, when you see Donovan and you think about that, what does that look like for him? What does he need to do and what has he been doing? Um, I mean, I, first, I think we all had to do that. I think we, we, we relied on probably Rudy and Royce to a certain extent as well, but but obviously Rudy, what he does every night. And, um, if you want to get further than we have in the past in the playoffs, like we can't just rely on Rudy or we can't rely on Royce to take every guard or every wing or Rudy to defend the best big or or whatever we want to do defensively. So 
Uh, I think obviously that's on, on all of us. Um, like Rudy was just saying, offensively, like we rely on everybody to play the way we play. Um, and the same defensively, we, we, we all needed to better Donovan. Obviously the amount he's out there, he's going to be matched up on different guys. He's going to have to play or defend some really good players at times. Um, and I think he's just taken the challenge of that. Everyone knows what he can do on the other end of the floor. And that's almost what he's known for. Um, but I think, I mean, he's got every attribute to be a really good defender. Um, some of it's the concentration, some of it's whatever different things it is that, that can get him locked in. Um, I said the other day about him watching film, like it's, that's, that's a big part of it, knowing, knowing who he's defending and stuff. So um, like the other end of the floor, he, he's got better and better every year. Um, but I think, yeah, just taking that ownership and um, kind of committing to it really, like, like we all have to and, and should be doing. Should be. We saw a huge night back for Rudy and Hassan tonight. Yeah. Um, Quinn mentioned beyond what those guys did, it's the fact that you know, there is Donovan on the perimeter, there's you, there's Mike. How much was kind of the balance between you know, what those guys are doing on the interior and what you guys are doing? Yeah, I mean, I again, kind of like what Rudy said, we, we rely on each other so much, obviously, the way we play. Um, we move the ball, we, we try and play. So we, we're not relying on one guy to ISO or, or watching one guy try and score 40. And if we don't, we're not going to win the game. We we had eight guys in double figures tonight. Um, obviously, there's going to be nights at Donovan or, or Mike or Boyan will, will have big nights. But um, I think, obviously, offensively what they did, but but also defensively on, on Embiid and knowing what, what impact he makes on on that team and and the the ISOs what he does with um, getting everybody else shots but also getting his numbers and, and stuff and I think those two guys did a an unbelievable job on that end and then obviously to run him and run the other way and, and set the screens tonight obviously Embiid and Drummond were back a lot of the time I think Embiid blitz one time for the night so um, I'm going to answer as many questions as I want and take as many. <laughs> Yeah, they were great. What? Why do you think opposing players? Why don't you think opposing players have that like respect for reading that you guys have? Um, I don't know. I I talked about it with JJ obviously the other night or the other day. Um, I mean I don't understand. Like it's even for Edwards to say that Porzingis is more intimidating the ring is hilarious. Um. They obviously don't watch enough basketball. Um, maybe Pozing is blocked in one time or something. I don't know. It's I can't remember the word JJ used, but it was an amazing word. Befuddling, bef, bef, something like that. It was amazing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's bizarre to me. Um, obviously, we um, know what he does for us. You guys know, but people that are around us a lot and see us play and understand basketball in like a real, like really understand what well, it's like Draymond. Draymond had that interview the other day about defense. Um, same thing. Like if you understand what you're looking for, um, it's clear the impact he makes on that end of the floor. So um, we're not worried about guys worried about how we're matching up or how we're playing defensively because we know what is effective for us to, to, to win games. So there you go. That is Joe Ingles, and Joe himself was uh, was really good tonight. Eleven points, seven assists, two rebounds. He was really good last night against uh, against Minnesota too. But uh, loved 
Love Joe's quote right there. He was asked about um, he was asked about the criticism of Rudy Gobert. Joe said, "Quote: I don't understand. For Edwards to say that Porzingis is a better rim protector is hilarious. Those guys obviously don't watch enough basketball." <laughs> it's yeah, it is. It, you and I talked about this before, but go ahead and pull somebody's like pull Embiid. Yeah, say Embiid or something or some sort of of legitimate or answer. Or, yeah, but not. Anthony Davis Not even, Anthony maybe? Anthony Davis, yeah, but don't. Porzingis. It's I mean, just I the thought, one thing. I think Porzingis. Wait, what? <laughs> Catch and shoot five, ban. Okay, put him in the discussion somewhere. But shot blocker? You know, the the the, beaters, the Beatles are great and all, but if you're asking me my opinion on best band, I'm going with the Party Hounds 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, they just 10 a, out of 10. The one thing you're going to get from those dudes, you're going to get a great effort. I mean, the guys from Liverpool, they took nights off. (laughs) A great effort and a great show. Dudes from Plano, Texas, they just rock (laughs) all the way from dawn till dusk. For those of you that do not know, Coach Lacombe not only is our coach and a longtime basketball coach, but he's also a lead singer of a a popping band band. named the Party Hounds. But uh, anyway, I thought that was was, – that was pretty funny. Good, good job from Joe there. <laughs> the fact he said Porzingis is better than Rudy is is hilarious. These guys don't watch enough basketball, <laughs> which was exactly what I thought. I thought, what, what, what? Well, the whole premise of the argument is so asinine that you know, it's like I told you a couple weeks ago in junior jazz, you guarded the guy with the same color wristband, uh, and it was a game kind of like you know, one on one with five guys out there. That's not how basketball's played. Basketball is a team game yeah. that really relies on communication and timing and, and uh, guys rotating and making plays, and that's what Rudy's so good at. Yep. And Rudy is not just a rim protector either. I mean, no, you can make an argument Rudy is the Jazz best perimeter defender too. Well, he keeps – I'll tell you what, he keeps everything in brackets. You know, people turn the corner, they see him, and you said it in the pregame, and they dribble out. It happened again two or three times tonight. Yep. It happens every night. happens all the time. All right, uh, let's check out your Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app. See how the Jazz did it line tonight. Jazz were uh, 17 of 24, 71%. Philly, 14 of 15, 93%. Um, Rudy had eight free throws tonight, five of eight. Seemed like he was struggling there for a minute, but uh, that's certainly a fine game from him. Uh, Bogdanovich had seven attempts as he continues to press the issue and try to get to the rim. He was six of seven. So Hassan Whiteside was four of five coming in off the bench. Jazz did a nice job getting to the line 24 times. I do like that, you know, once again, Bojan has one of those weird boxes with one turnover, a bunch of zeros. Um, but a guy that gets to the line, like you said, six or seven times and makes six, or seven free throws. Um, they went to him late in the game in the post, but just his versatility. He can hurt you from three some nights. Really light you up from there, but he's got other parts of his game. You don't like seeing those those zeros, though, especially in the rebound oh, I know. department. Yeah, I facetious. But on a night where Hassan Whiteside and Rudy Gobert have 31 rebounds between them, maybe you can you can deal with a zero from Bogdanovich there. Take the night. Take the night off. Take the night. The go ahead and got. get your three or four. Uh, I mentioned uh, that uh, that Hassan and Rudy had 31 rebounds between them. Uh, Philadelphia as a team had 34. And how about this? This is crazy, too. So amongst the starters, Rudy out-rebounded his cohorts. 21 to 7. Jeez. 
I mean, that dude does, it's, it's Rudy night. It's Rudy appreciation night based on the comments from last night and the, the, you know, our hot topic tonight. But, we're, man, I'm sure glad he's here. I'm sure glad he's a jazz guy and we get to watch him every night. And I, I've always said this about Rudy. His teammates have got to love him because he does all the stuff that they don't want to do and he makes them look good on the defensive end. And there were several times. I mean, every single guy tried to find him, whether it be throwing ahead in transition or on the lobs. Um, didn't com- always complete every pass, but man, look at Rudy go get rebound. Uh, six offensive rebounds tonight, and that's hard to move Embiid around. It's hard to move Drummond around. That's really doing. That's really hustling to get yep. six offensive boards. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some. Share your own, mysubaruis.com. Jazz waxed the Sixers tonight, 118-96. to We'll get Coach Combs' final thoughts on this one coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned, the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, Ingles, nifty move, working left, goes behind his back to the right with a behind-the-back crossover. Pulls for three and tickles the twine. Sure that would go. Allen Iverson showed up in Joe Ingles' body right there. His back. Play the game. David Locke and Ron Boone right there. Brought to you by uh, Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. Jazz win tonight, 118-96. to Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. You're just joining us. Eight jazz players in double figures tonight. Eight, uh, including four out of the five starters and four players coming in off the bench. Donovan led the way, 22 points on eight of 19, shooting five of 10 from three. Donovan also had six assists, so you like seeing that number. Rudy was 17 and 21, not to mention two block shots. Bogdanovich had 14. Mike Conley had 10 to go along with four assists. Mike played 25 minutes tonight and played in uh, both games, both ends of a back-to-back. Uh, worth a note there. Uh, uh, Hassan Whiteside with a season-high 14 points, 10 boards. He had a couple of block shots. Joe Ingles, 11 and 7, 11 points and 7 assists. Clarkson with 11 points. And uh, Rudy Gay had 10 points on 4 of 5 shooting. He also had 6 boards. And you know what, Locke, uh, Locke said this. You know, maybe it's not uh, much of a coincidence that Rudy uh, Rudy Gay, you want to say returns to the lineup, but makes his entrance or, or, or you know, gets healthy and gets back with this team, and that's uh, coincided with some good play. I mean, he, he makes them different. Well, there was a reason that, you know, they everybody was really excited because uh, he, he really does seem ready-made for the role that the Jazz were seeking. He, <clears throat> he, you know, he really counters that, hey, we're going to go small and spread you out and make Rudy do a lot of things, and, and he counters that where you've now got, um, you know, somebody that you can go small and counter that lineup, and, and, and those guys have been really good on the floor together, the small group. So um, just uh, all the way around a win. But it, it's nice to see Rudy Gay fit in. And I know, like, there's more. He, he showed a couple of plays tonight off the bounce that we haven't seen a lot of. And so I know there's more. And he made the comment tonight that he's just trying, you know, he's just trying to, to continue to, to figure his way through it. And um, he's getting more comfortable as he plays. For the Sixers, Joel Embiid had 19 points, nine boards tonight. He had three steals and a block. Had a couple of assists as well, but uh, eight of 18 shooting, one of four from three in 30 minutes. Seth Curry 
<coughs> excuse me, had 18 points tonight and four assists. Tobias Harris had 17. Maxi had 11. Outside of that, George Niang had nine coming in off the bench. And, uh, you know, the Jazz were, were the much better team tonight. I wonder, you know, how things go with Philly. I think missing Ben Simmons is having an impact, obviously, uh, on this team as they're a little bit a little bit short. I don't know, shorthanded. They're not the deepest team we've seen, uh, certainly. But uh, tonight, they didn't have enough firepower for the Jazz. Yeah, I, I wonder, and you said this best probably, that not necessarily missing him, but missing a spot, like a viable right. that you're going to throw a whole, up, whole bunch of money at. So I, I hope that resolves itself, um, you know, but we'll see. And uh, I, I do believe that, you know, th- that team won three in a row. They just come off the road and won three in a row. And so, again, the Jazz – I could tell you. I told you when we watched them play that Cleveland game, had a little different look in their eye. They all kind of made comments that this road trip was kind of a, a pivotal time. And man, they've passed the test. I'll tell you what, they've 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 aced that thing. Yeah, get some good defenses as we talked about right. uh, coming into this this whole thing, including uh, the Seventy Sixers, which uh, have been a good defense this year. All right, Coach, let's get some final thoughts from you on this one before we close the book. Well, it's, you know, everything's, I think, has got to be going kind of according to plan. Um, the flight over to, to Washington should be nice. I think, uh, you know, Quinn's got the, t- the guys playing in, in a really good way. I think there's a, a kind of an underlying chemistry that's starting to develop, and, and Quinn alluded to the fact that you can't bring everybody back, um, add a piece or two, and then just assume everything's going to be the same. Guys are going to have to work through that, and, you know, those were some of the issues, I think, in the early season. But, uh, again, tonight you see guys really having each other's back, uh, you know, covering for each other defensively, the communication that exists. And, um, you know, I think that that's really all positive signs that what the Jazz are doing right now, um, you know, while the shooting the ball great isn't always going to be there, their ability to, to share the ball and, and really attack the basket will always be there if they're, if they're willing to do it. Want to say a big thanks to uh, David Locke and Ron Boone doing a great job calling all the action live from Philly. As always, say uh, thanks to the broadcast assistants who worked on tonight's broadcast. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Say thanks to uh, Mark Miller Subaru, title sponsor of the post game. Uh, the uh, My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some, share your own. MySubaruIs.com. And of course, Coach Lacombe, thank you. Thank you, my man. Thanks for the burger. It was oh, yeah. terrific. It was good tonight. Yeah, it was good stuff. We uh, we got a Friday off and uh, back at it coming up uh, on Saturday. Uh, next up, Jazz will be in Washington, D.C. to take on the Wizards. That game will tip off on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins right here at 4. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.